A binge-worthy show about Jesus? The Chosen Season 3 is here. Come and see what the buzz is about. The Chosen explores the imperfect and messy relationships of real humans following Jesus. All Season 3 episodes are available now. Stream every episode for free. Plus, watch exclusive content like The After Show, only in the new Chosen app. Download the Chosen app on mobile and TV streaming devices. Visit BingeJesus.com to learn more. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too. But not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will, but we're not gonna let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B O D I.com. What they don't want you to know with your host, Mr. Noriega. Is the government keeping secrets? You bet they are. And here, those secrets are revealed. Teacher, seven years researching the common core of the education system. Author Noriega. What they don't want you to know. Welcome. Welcome to another episode. The end is here. The end times are upon us. We are at definitely in the last of the last days. And so let's ponder, let's investigate together and let's look at some of the different topics of religion, doctrine, spirituality, so that you can be prepared at the end of the world, the end times. These are things you need to know before the end comes because you need to protect yourself against the plagues, the horrors, the persecution. Everything that will happen is up to you. Will you be a son of thunder or will you let the plagues examine you and find you wanting? This is the opportunity to prepare. Now, Let's talk about some of the topics that are confusing. Altogether, they may haunt you every day because you don't understand what's really going on. These times are meant to tax you to the very brink because the commandments of God are unchangeable. The commandments and the doctrine of Christ are always the same and they are one round. For you, you need to have an anchor. We need to have an anchor together so we can navigate these stormy waters. And how do we do that? We need to release our prejudices and be able to drop that anchor straight to the bottom of the ocean down to the source of Christ and say, Our ship is immovable no matter the waves of the sea. Why? Because before the end comes, you need to know, you better know, that the doctrine is unchangeable 
and the commandments of men will always be false. And the commandments from the most high God will always be the most important measurement of where your destiny and your final destination lies. This is what is important in life. To have that anchor and not get tossed by those commandments of men and the waves that they send upon you. Let's talk about one of those great commandments, gender. Gender itself is a premortal state. In other words, before we came to this world, we were sons or daughters of Heavenly Father. We were sons and daughters to heavenly parents, both a woman and a man. Although the scriptures do not talk much of Heavenly Mother, they don't even mention her name for obvious reasons that the Lord loves her above anything else. He would not want us to blaspheme her as we do him. But it is irrevocably true that we are not born to one single parent, but to a marriage between a godly mother and a godly father, heavenly parents. And as we come to this earth, we come with a predisposition of gender because our gender is eternal. We were offspring of heavenly parents who both had gender and we were born to heavenly parents before this earth was made and our essence was eternally that gender. So I was always a man, you were always a woman, and your husband was always a man. This is the way it has always been. To confuse and to say that there is an alternate gender or a decision to be made, well, that is ungodly. And perhaps you receive pressures to embrace and allow this doctrine, even in your own family. But as we understand and we look at the disposition of the Lord in all ages, we will find that his determination of gender is one. It has never been confused. There has never been an age. And you say, well, doctors didn't have the ability back then. Of course they didn't. Because we live in a magical age where the devil has been given so much power that he is able even to use his black arts to deceive people and to make them be able to surgically alter what heaven and God has created. And remember, your body is a temple. All of us are. We house the Holy Ghost. So if any of you, anyone out there, defile the temple of God, then that God that is being defiled shall destroy you. So again, your temple was not made by any mortal man. No. The spirit of divinity was the one that created your soul, your body, your spirit. God himself is the author of life. And he formed men and women after his own image. And so 
image of God, the image of the creator, even Jesus Christ himself, the word, is a man. And the man, the man was born of goodly parents, even a heavenly mother and a heavenly father. And he was created in the exact express image of his father, having a mother and a father and looking identical to his father. No, Jesus Christ is not in the form of a woman. No, Jesus Christ can never be in the form of a woman. Nor can the Spirit of the Lord, which is a man, be in the form of a female. And neither is God the Father ever in the form of a female. But these are unalterable beings that do not change. Doctrine cannot change. You cannot say it's one thing before and it's one thing later. Then God is a changeable God. And the doctrine is false because then it becomes something convenient to the seasons and the times. Oh no. Don't get confused. Alternate gender is a reality that has been invoked by the Prince of Darkness himself. So finally, let's explore some of these documents that have come to us from previous generations. The family proclamation to the earth was signed by the first presidency and all the apostles at the time. This was 20 years before all of this stuff happened. I find that when prophets speak, they are usually speaking for a time that is ahead of them between 20 to 50 years is most of the prophecies, most of the eminent important prophecies. And then of course you have those prophecies that come many, many years later, in some instances, even thousands of years later. Isaiah has many, many of those. But if we look at these incidences that happened in the past millennia, you will find that the decree is unalterable. Marriage is to be had between a man and a woman, and no one else. Fentanyl. It could be hiding anywhere, including in your house, including in your medicine cabinet, or maybe at a friend's house where you're hanging out, playing games, and you get offered a pill. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can find fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Brought to you by the Georgia Department of Behavioral Health and Mental Disabilities. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can test for fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Did your friend offer you a pick-me-up pill? If you take medication that didn't come from a pharmacy, it's important to test it for fentanyl. Fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Pick up a test strip at your local pharmacy today and protect yourself from hidden fentanyl. And children have the right to be born within the bonds of a matrimony. Now, when we use our creative power to help God bring souls to earth, that is a celestial glory we are attaining and getting close to becoming celestial beings. So, these are things that you need to know, that you need to anchor to. Remember, 
nobody can alter the words of God. If they do, then they are false words because they need to add up. Many people have said, oh, what's important is the words now today and how we confuse the words today and how we actually define the words today or how we interpret them in our private interpretation is what's important. Not being able to go back in time and solidify those words and verify those words with past doctrine. Because that is the sure way and the sure foundation by which you can navigate. You have to be able to sure up the word with previous words of God because the words of God are, are unalterable. And so if you are able to go back in time and say these new words that I have received are in accordance with the past words of all generations, not only my generation, then they are true words. Because remember, God is not a mortal. God is not a changeable being, but he is immutable. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we know that not only from scripture, but from his being precisely the way he is. He is the same. And he acts the same with his children. And so to be able to take doctrine that you have received, whatever the case may be, and to say, I understand this doctrine, and I understand it, and it makes sense because I have checked it up with previous doctrine, previous doctrine of the last 20 years, previous doctrine of the last 100 years, and previous doctrine since Adam walked the earth with Eve, then it is accurate. Now, Adam did walk the earth, but it was not Adam and Steve, mind you, it was Adam and Eve. And so from the beginning of the world, Heavenly Father has established his commandments and has established gender and has said to the man that you are not complete without the woman. And for this cause, man is to leave his family and be married or united with the woman and they are to become one flesh. Man being incomplete without the woman and woman being incomplete without the man. So this is where we get also our traits, our heavenly traits. Remember that softness, kindness, humility, patience, all these things are great attributes of Christ. However, a lot of these attributes fall from either one side of the scale to the other. You see, womanhood is blessed with the ability to nurture, it's innate in her. While man is blessed with the ability to provide, to provide protection and to provide for his family. These are natural things that come to the physical body and to the physical and spiritual mind because this is the way it is. As in heaven, God is providing the laws of heaven for us. So we must provide for our children. There are a lot of confusions. You need to be immovable. Claiming your stake on Jesus Christ and your place firm. In order to be steadfast, you need to be able to understand and believe the doctrine of Christ before the end comes, before the final hour that you find yourself in that crisis.
Because what is stronger in your life? Is it absolute truth or is it the opinions of others? Which one is stronger? Because opinions come and go. Opinions are on the internet and opinions are in magazines, on TV. The news media gives you opinions. Everybody gives you opinions. But the truths of God are absolute. And so which one do you rely on when you measure and weigh the scales and you measure yourself in the scales measuring your own soul? Do you measure your goodness by the absolutes of Christ or the opinions of men? Which one matter most to you? Because the truths of God cannot be counterfeit. Because if you are deceived into believing that there is a new truth, Heavenly Father never has new truths. He can reveal new things, but these doctrines that he reveals are still ageless. Let me give you an instance of that. When Heavenly Father revealed to Joseph Smith that God the Father, his Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost were three separate beings, this new revelation to Joseph Smith was revelation of knowledge that he didn't previously have. But that didn't make the fact that the doctrine itself was new. That didn't make Jesus Christ and Heavenly Father and the Holy Ghost instantly become three separate beings. Because they had always been three separate beings. They were never one body. They were never one soul. They were only one in intention, in goodness, in action. So, when you get something revealed to you that is new to you, it doesn't mean that the doctrine is new. The doctrine is ageless. But it just simply means that you are receiving this truth for yourself and accepting it and embracing a truth that is absolute. Let's look at another revelation. When a scientist like Galileo realizes that, whoa, the shape of the earth, the form of the earth, the rotation of the earth is thus. This revelation comes from God, and we're talking about something that is strictly scientific. However, science comes from Heavenly Father, and the things in science are revealed from Him as well. So, when these great scientists and philosophers get a new knowledge that the earth hasn't had before, like the rotation of the stars, rotation of the planets, it's not that it is something new that started to happen now, but rather it is a new observation of things as they are and as they always have been. This is the key of your anchor. Has humanity always had a specific gender throughout all generations of time? Starting with Adam, has there been humanity that is able to pass from one generation to another and deciding to switch their gender throughout their generations? Has this happened before? No. This is a new thing. A new abomination come upon the earth. And so is this doctrine of Christ. Has he decided, well now in my latest years when the earth is about to be destroyed, I've decided to allow my sons and my daughters to be able to switch their identities. 
I created a body, a flesh and bone. And in that body, I created organs. And those organs serve a purpose. The purpose is to procreate life. The first commandment, give it to men. And so in this procreation, this plan of Jesus Christ, he formed the earth in order to fill it. Fill it with his sons and his daughters. And so, ask yourself this question. Did he make a mistake that the commandment of procreation go away? Did he not say to Adam and Eve, fill the earth with your sons and daughters? Didn't he not give him the commandment to multiply and replenish the earth? Did he not place in Eve her female organs so that she could replicate her DNA and combine it with the DNA from Adam's organs, reproductive organs. Bienvenido a Kaiser Permanente. El doctor ya te puede ver. Verá que aunque eres muy activo, ahora te cansas más rápido de lo normal. Verá que a menudo almuerzas comida rápida. Verá que pones a tu familia primero y tu salud tiende a caer en segundo o tercer lugar. Y claro que verá que tienes el azúcar alto, igual que tu papá. En Kaiser Permanente trabajamos juntos para ver todo lo que tú eres y darte el cuidado que tú mereces. Kaiser Permanente, para todo lo que tú eres. Was there ever a change in the plan of heaven so that he could bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man? Or now that commandment is a choice. Well, I'm going to take my reproductive organs and I'm going to destroy them, alter them, so they don't function anymore, and I am now going to call myself the opposite gender. Is it possible to recreate Heavenly Father's plan and call that good? Is that possible? Well, that's what's happening now, but the anchor is not down. The anchor is up. The anchor is on the ship, and the ship is being tossed and about to be destroyed, about to be buried in the depths of the sea because it is not founded on a sure foundation, which is Jesus Christ, which is the anchor of life. This is why these pictures, these beautiful pictographs are given to us in the scriptures so that we may understand these things. Here comes the storm. Here comes the identity crisis. Are you firmly attached to the foundation because if you are you have to understand and you have to accept that Jesus Christ has formed you a certain way and that he being perfect is not going to make a mistake and so therefore you are not trapped in an opposite body but rather you are in your temple which is not your own but rather God's temple that he gave to house your spirit again with gender identity. If this were not the case, then God would be a God of mistakes and God would simply not be God because he would not be a perfect God. And we could blame everything on God. God made me this way. God made me to feel this way and not man that has deceived me with his complicated message on TV through the media and through schooling. No, somehow it's God's fault that created my body the way he did 
but he mistakenly put too many chromosomes X or Y in my body and therefore I am not what I was supposed to be. So therefore, the blame is God and you are born a homosexual, a transvestite, because God made you that way. Not society, not everything that is wrong in the world and not perversion. No, God did it. And so we believe in a God that is changeable, mistakable, and mutable. A false God. Well, that God to me sounds like the devil. The devil is always changing his mind. At one time he wants Cain to follow him. At the other time he wants Cain to murder somebody. At the other time he wants Cain to walk the earth and doesn't care anything about him and let him walk like a vagabond, that's fine, he's cursed, who cares? That being that we sell our souls to is not divine. He has all sorts of plans. If you don't choose this one, he's got another plan for you. Don't worry about that, he changes his mind all the time. Why? Because he has to, he doesn't know all things. He's trying to make it up as he goes along. This is why before the end comes, you have to be anchored and you have to know these things. So now comes the commandment of lunacy, the commandment of men. These are things that are so obvious, but yet the adversary laughs at us, doesn't he? He says, it is a pleasure for me to make fun of people. Because think about it. If you can do something as vastly vile as to take a perfect temple of Christ, a temple of the Spirit, a house of flesh and bone to the Spirit of God, and you can alter and destroy it, and worse, take a child and maim and mutilate that child. Imagine the consequences in heaven that await such a person, such a doctor, such a parent, that would do something to an innocent child that has not even begun to make decisions for themselves. They cannot. They don't have a fully developed brain. And so imagine the consequences for such a person. Well, if this can happen in a world that is so warped and so evil as to take a perfect innocent child and to twist their mind to believe that they need to defile, corrupt, and destroy their body. Oh, it pains me to even think about it. Poor innocent children being deformed. Poor innocent children before they have the opportunity to choose for themselves. My goodness, such horrible parents, such a horrible society. Only fire can cleanse us. I had a dream, a dream when I was in Roosevelt, Utah that I looked up to the heavens and I called with my whole soul to God saying, Heavenly Father, how long, how long will you stay your hand before you rain down fire? And at that moment, I felt in my heart to just call to him and say, Heavenly Father, I invoke the rain down fire now upon this earth. I cannot stand it. I cannot stand its horrible putrid nature. I cannot stand the way they defile the, the gross acts. And even the children 
They're destroying. Please cleanse this earth. And at that moment, fire rained down from heaven in my dream and burned. It was fireballs. It was fireballs the size of small meteorites. Fireballs that came down and burned everything from golf balls all the way down to to soccer ball size, big flaming balls, destroying everything and everyone in their path. I ask you this, if such ridiculous notions can come to pass on this earth as defiling and destroying the bodies of innocent children, not pervert old men that have been dressing up in in drag for all their life and want to maim their bodies some more. No, no. Innocent children. If this is the state that we're in, think about what the God of heaven is thinking. Because there is no anchor in this. There is no precedent. You won't find it in the scriptures. Not even Sodom and Gomorrah. This is why the prophets say we are worse than Sodom and Gomorrah. Because if you grab a time machine, invent one, make one through my plans, whatever it is, and go back in time and watch Sodom and Gomorrah, you're not going to find one Sodomite there, one Gomorrahite, taking their children to the doctor and altering their sex, their gender cutting off their genitalia. <laughs> Incredible. Yes, you have eunuchs all throughout the history of the world. You have people that have been castrated. Yes. But never something as inconceivable as this. It is a crime against nature itself. What they don't want you to know with your host, Mr. Noriega. Is the government keeping secrets? You bet they are. To hear those secrets are revealed, teachers seven years researching the common core of the education system. Author Noriega. What they don't want you to know. 